that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. I'm Agent Tony Camarena. And I'm Alicia Thayer. And today we're talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 1, Episode 1, or sorry, Episode 5, The Girl in the Flower Dress. Which Don't primar- make start over. <laughs> I know. <laughs> which uh, originally aired on October 22nd, 2013. Very nice. And to start off our discussion, I will read the Wikipedia summary. Surprise, we've never done this before. I know, right? The team, att- the team attempts to find Chan Ho Yin, a Chinese street performer with pyrotechnic abilities, after he's kidnapped by Project Centipede, recruiter Reina. Reina injects him with extremists to increase his power before harvesting his blood platelets for further experimentation. Sky knows a hacker who could have released the information on Chan's location and abilities and secretly keeps so and secretly sleeps with him. At, trying to discover the truth, May finds them and not trusting Sky, arrests them. Shield attacks the centipede's facility and help attempts to help Chan, but he refuses and May activates uh, the unstable extremist within him to kill him. Coulson questions Skye, and she reveals that she joined the Rising Tide and S.H.I.E.L.D. to find her parents. Coulson agrees to help her, but fits her with a device to block any computer access. Reina visits the Centipede member, Poe, in prison, telling him to inform the clairvoyant of the experiment results. Mm. Yeah. I didn't realize they said Reina's name, because it was like a big mystery what her name was. Oh, no, they said it. not super significant. Do they? Yeah. I, I thought they called her just a girl with a flower dress. No, no, no. Okay. They, uh, <laughs> the just inattentive. Chen Ho Yin yells her name a couple times. Okay. Yeah, no, um, the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. don't know her name. They just know her as uh, the girl with the flower dress. Because mm. uh, uh, that's going to happen in the next uh, handful of episodes. Uh, they'll they'll yeah. refer to her as that when they see her. But, um, yeah, they won't know her name for, I think, a while, if I remember no, correctly. No, really? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who she is. All right. Can I just say that I want this dude's powers, by the way? Seriously? Like, I love fire, uh, generally, because it's warm and it's pretty and it's fun to look at. But (laughs) holy crap! Watching things burn. Burn, baby, burn. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I just want his powers, just so we're clear. Actually, I probably want quite a few people's powers, but we haven't gotten there, so. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know who else got what. I don't know who else got what. All right, I'll start with number three. <laughs> okay. Not what I was right. referencing, but go for it. I I don't I don't know what you were talking about. Oh, I don't know okay. anybody else's powers because I haven't watched the rest of the episodes yet. Ah, uh, I get what you're saying. You. I will still do number three. Okay. <laughs> um, I like the vil- the villain's motivation in this. Using um, the Human Torch, I mean Scorch's ability <laughs> to stabilize extremists. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, 
I'm using them for experimentation. It's very um, villain X-Men, but it works, and it gives Centipede a good reason to go after more power people. I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Alicia. Uh, my number three is um, the burning alive of the doctor. Like, it seemed very, very realistic to me. I was like, because yeah. she burned and she screamed, but the skin, like, she, I think she was screaming the later part of it because it'll actually, the burning only hurts for about five seconds. Now, to you, that may seem like an eternity, but it only mm-hmm. hurts for five seconds before your nerves are dead. You can't feel anything more. So it seemed yeah, like. Yeah, I think. That was Yeah, her screaming might have been pain initially and then terror that she's going to die after that. Yeah. So, she, I, yeah. So so I'm a little little scared now. Alicia, when when you said you liked fire, I didn't think you liked it this much. Oh yeah, I like fire. I, I like fire. Okay. okay. A little worried, whatever. Ow. On your good side. <laughs> Alright, Al. Uh alrighty, so so my number three. Um not a not a specific scene, uh, but just kind of a general concept that we, we get introduced to in this episode. Um and I guess it was kind of a running joke. Um it's the fact that just giving someone a name, a super name, hero <laughs> or villain, makes them a character. Right. Like instantly. Oh. Yep. Oh no, they <laughs> give him a name. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh Coulson had that line that you just mentioned, Tony. No, no, um, they give him the a name. The doctor lady whose whose name I forgot, the one that dies. Um, she had that line when she was talking to Reyna, uh, you gave him a name, didn't you? Um, so it's just, it's a known thing in this universe, which is hilarious. And I love it. Yeah, no, that's good. Uh, that, that was definitely an honorable mention for me. Mm-hmm. I liked it. So wait, who, is that all on number threes? I'll ask count. Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. So on to number twos, I'll go. <laughs> um... My number two is Skye's looking for something. I pretty much called it as soon as I was like, okay, she's looking for something. Uh, but I didn't know that, that what she had from that she's hiding in a bra, which is something women do, by the way, very much so, uh, was what she had. The, the documents, the very little bit of documentation about her parents and the redacted document from shield that was kind of like oh hey that's <laughs> that's kind of sad so i know right mm-hmm. yeah it gives her uh like i say it gives him a uh, good motivation uh gives her a reason why she's going with uh, the rising tide and with shield so right more than just being a i a word i don't say but it starts with hack and ends with tavist <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Why she's a hacker? Hack molotivist. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Um, Al, what's your number two? Uh, so my number two is uh, Chan getting his his cool power upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, when you know they inject him and he he feels, you know, more powerful, more more scorching, I guess. Um, and he's uh, uh, he you know he's really jazzed up. It's kind of like they gave him a. Uh, uh, you know, like a five-hour energy directly to the bloodstream, and yeah. uh, maybe maybe a little bit of crack thrown in. Uh, but he's 
you know, he, he has more power. Um, but he also, um, you know, he has the name Scorch at this point. He's going with it. So he starts making up uh, uh, taglines to use. <laughs> so at one point, he almost hits someone. I guess one of the scientist people in there. He says, sorry, you almost got scorched. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we didn't say so good taglines. No, oh, yes, yeah. taglines. Yeah, yeah, this was his first time trying it, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was hilarious. Just you know that that whole process. But yeah, it was great. Yeah. Um. I like. I'd like if he survived, mm-hmm. that he would randomly show up places with a terrible tagline every time. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> except for his terrible power, his like not terrible, but his super strong powers. I'd want someone with super weak powers that Shield doesn't even care about, and then just to show up <laughs> with a different tagline every time. Feel like that would be a wonderful addition to Agent Shields. <laughs> the characters constantly trying to rebrand themselves, so they're changing the line, maybe even changing the name a little bit too. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> um, there's a character in the one of the more recent uh, Batman comics called Kite Man, who's trying to be a supervillain. <laughs> But in the background of like random issues, you would see Kite Man like falling out a window because he's too heavy for his kite that he's trying to fly on. <laughs> <laughs> and just like Batman doesn't care because he's never successfully um, committed a crime, but he's trying to get Batman's attention. I want a villain like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that would be great. <laughs> All right. Um, on to uh, my number Num- two. Yep. My number two actually was almost a disarmable mention until what happened right afterwards. Oh? Because it was going to be a disarmable mention that Sky uh, was having inappropriate sexy time with Miles. And then she immediately got caught. So it's like she got her comeuppance. Because, right. like, he's on the run. She's undercover with S.H.I.E.L.D. This is not a time to sleep with your boyfriend. Right. But she immediately gets caught by May and the rest of the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. It's like, all right. You paid for what was wrong. This deserves a um number two spot. I was just like, come on, woman. <laughs> I know it's TV, and they're trying to keep it sexy, but no, this is not the time to be sleeping with them. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, all right, on to number ones? <laughs> sure. All right. Yeah. Uh, Al, go ahead. Uh, so my number one is, um, and I'm a little worried, or I was kind of glad that no one... Um, that I didn't have to punt anyone for this one, uh, just because it was one that I, I kind of half expected. But it was Agent Coulson using his universal key explosive. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just, yeah, just that was yeah, exactly. Mention. The callback to Iron Man one. Yeah. Um, and I, I like I like seeing things being reused. Right. We mm-hmm. we know they have this technology, um, this little key device that works on uh, all kinds of doors, and. Uh, and and I like seeing things, you know. Again, it's not just that, you know, that one thing that they used, and then they never mention it again. Because I mean, up until now, they never mentioned that thing again. Uh, but I also love Coulson's line when he got one of those. It was, uh, "I love these things." So that was that was just great. Nice <laughs> call. So useful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't understand why he doesn't just have one or two on him. I mean, they're small enough. Why right? not? Well, his old team used to have it on him. He just had to put his hand out in Iron Man, and the guy put uh, one in his hand. This new team isn't just <laughs> just isn't up to snuff like the old one is. <laughs> All right, um, I will go on to mine, which is uh, Ward and Sky playing Battleship. 
<laughs> Say it. Say, Say it. it. You sunk my battleship. You sunk my battleship. <laughs> just, just the resigned, that the, the resentment and the resigned he, uh, re, resignation. Thank you. The resignation he has is just like ah. So. <laughs> so I thought it was yeah. It's just like what's. The, what does this teach? It's like, it teaches good strategy, and I like board games. Right? <laughs> it is me. I was like, I like strategy games, but I really like board games. And when I can get a board game that has both strategy and being a board game, I'm super in the zone. So. Yep. You're not one for Candyland? Oh, I like Candyland. No there is no strategy, no strategy, but I, I like board games, so there's that. I like Candyland as a drinking game. It's wonderful. Oh, I don't know if I've ever played <laughs> it as a drinking game. Everybody gets a color. Yeah. And if someone pulls your color, you take a shot. Oh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> All right. Yep. I have Battleship because I bought it and I was like, I want to play Battleship. Like Battle shots. Game. Yeah, exactly. Battle shots. And I was like, I want to play that. And then I haven't had a chance to play it with anybody. It's still in its packaging. I haven't opened it yet. Mm. Well, listeners, please drink responsibly. Right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we've got uh, my number one. Yes. This line, uh, when they kill Chan using the extremists, mm-hmm. it's like Mr. Chan, we don't, we don't, we don't want to hurt, hurt you, you, but we have to, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we have to. And then May comes up in extremism in, in the neck twice. A uh, few more needles, yeah, a few more needles. But I like it's a good way to dispatch him, and I just really like that line. It's like we don't want to, well, but we have to. Well, then and, and they like flow the explosion out so it doesn't take out the whole building yeah that was smart i'm not sure as a um hacktivationist or whatever we called it Mm -hmm. um you can do that (laughs) i don't know if that's something you can control building but it was cool yeah it was cool looking but yeah you're right i don't think (laughs) (laughs) um you can probably i mean if if you have control over vents i mean i i assume he was just taking over vents um right so he was probably just kind of you know forcing that out but you probably nowhere near that degree because i'm I'm not sure and i might be completely (laughs) just un um uninformed about the technology are vents usually controlled by computers like that not usually but some can be is it common yeah, I don't know for certain. However, what I do know is it's very common to be in an office building where the thermostat is in one central location mm-hmm. um, and then you're in some other room and you're freezing because the other room is hotter. Yes, I know that's true. <laughs> so <laughs> I've, so I've for that reason, that. <laughs> yeah, for that reason, I assume that this is one of those things that, you know, the Mythbusters would call busted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like if they don't do it, that would be awesome to be able to control that by computer so we can close the vent while other the, the other room gets cooler. But that's actually a strike against, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then again, this was a building where they were doing sciencey stuff, and they probably wanted an easy yeah. way to, um, I don't know, to save their lives. Vent out, yeah, yeah. Vent out. out poisons or exploding mm. superhumans and stuff like that. Or just fire in general, right? Get <laughs> yeah. all the air out of a room. Mm-hmm. That's true. If that's the kind of technology. <laughs> all right. On to some honorable mentions. Yay! Honorable uh, mentions! We are, we are. 
I don't have any dishonorables, and you guys took some of my honorables, so I have uh, two left. Mm-hmm. I I have a single dishonorable mention. Okay. Uh, Alicia? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Oh, okay. Um, Mine already Al, went, came to win. dishonorable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my dishonorable is that uh, Fitz, the uh, open mouth chewer, did not die in this episode. <laughs> Damn. Because I, <laughs> I am still hating him from that. <laughs> still got issues. Well... <sighs> Hopefully, by next week or the week after, you'll forget. <laughs> Hopefully. All right. We'll see how uh, that goes. <laughs> or, or he'll chew with his mouth open again. Uh, and it's just like, come on, man. You're already on Al's um, bad graces. Right. <laughs> uh, but that's it. That's all I've got. That's all you got? All right. Um, yeah, my uh, two honorables. Uh, I like how Scorch got his powers from a nuclear power plant on fire. It's just a new way to get power. Uh, better than another spider bite or another, um, I don't know, gamma radiation extremist super thing. Right. And then um, also there's a shot of uh, Agent Coulson briefing Agent Kwan uh, right before they break into the um, the science building. Mm-hmm. And he's briefing him, telling him, how do we get in? And just in the background, you see May, May use a grappling hook and just shoot up onto the building. Because <laughs> like, she's oh, awesome. <laughs> she is awesome. She doesn't wait for nothing. <laughs> she's like, I don't need you. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get some Easter eggs. I have one, two, three. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, I have four. I have four <laughs> Easter eggs. <laughs> you, I... Uh, too soon there. <laughs> I did. Uh, I saw two in a row that we already talked about, and I thought it was done. Then I saw the fourth one. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have none. Uh, okay, uh, I have just the single one, which is probably an obvious one that might steal from you, Tony. I'll go ahead. All right. Uh, so Chan Ho Yin goes by the name uh, Scorch, which... Um, you kind of called out earlier as being the, uh, what is it, the poor man's human torch kind of character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Scorch in the comic books, um, there is a character named Scorch. However, um, that one is, it's like a technology, it's like a suit kind of thing that gives him his power. He's not, you know, radioactive fire, um, like the, you know, more biological in the MCU version right here. Yeah, actually, there are two. They have one with the suit, and then there's a mutant, which they couldn't use a mutant, um, oh. named Scorch. So I think he might be a combination of that, but since they didn't make a mutant, because Fox owns the X-Men rights, mm-hmm. they just took the guy in the suit version and gave him powers. All right. Yeah, you did steal that, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I've got some things about uh, Ruth Nega, who plays the girl, um, Reyna. Uh, she, uh, I know her from, uh, Preacher, other than this. She plays one of the main characters, Tulip. But a lot of other people know she, um, was nominated for Best Actress in the, uh, movie Loving, uh, last year. Uh, the Academy Awards. So, she's grown a lot since she started off in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We also have, uh, the first mention of the mysterious Clairvoyant. Who becomes more important as the season goes on. And, um, lastly, uh, originally this episode was actually going to be called Scorch, 
But when they shot it, they liked uh, Ruth Nega, the actress who played Raina, so much, they decided to just name the episode after her, the girl in the flower dress. Mm. (laughs) That's really cool. All right. So uh, this is our fifth episode that we're going to rank. Um, Al, do you want to name our four episodes that we already ranked? Yes. Yes, I would. So... Uh, starting out at the top is episode number 2084, followed by the pilot, uh, followed by episode number 4, I Spy, and then uh, rounding up the list is episode number 3, The Asset. Okay. Um, what do you think, Alicia? Where would you put this? Um, I think I'd put this <laughs> probably last. I wasn't, like, I like the episode, but there's... I didn't like it any better than the other episodes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Al, where would you put it? Uh, I'm kind of in the similar uh, mindset right there. Definitely bottom two. Um, you know, either number four or number five. I don't. I don't know if it's better or worse than the asset, but it's yeah, you know, it's definitely in that that general mm-hmm. range. Yeah. Um. I would put it at number four. I agree with both of you. Mm-hmm. But I think Scorch's catchphrases puts him a little higher than Dr. Hall. Okay. So if we're going for a one-off <laughs> supervillain, I think he's just slightly Fair better. Fair enough. I can agree with that. <laughs> Works for me. All right. With that very scientific right? ranking. <laughs> this is number four Ooh. out of five. Uh, is there anything else we want to add before we sign off? No, I don't think so. All right. Please remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. And please give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app, assuming you like this. Otherwise, don't be like Scorch. (laughs) Don't, don't, don't blow up. We don't. We don't want to. We, hurt we you, will have but to. We have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. This was the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Agents of Shield Season One, Episode Five: The Girl in the Flower Dress. Signing off. Have a scorched day.